Before we go ahead and get into this week's episode, I wanted to tell you something absolutely amazing, which is that Victoria's Performance Capture Classes, PCAP with the Pros, is back. It's coming back in May. It's all online so you can join from anywhere in the world and you will be joined by industry professionals who are working right now to help you learn the ropes of performance capture and book that leading role. If you're someone who's dreamed about working in performance capture and has no idea where to start, this is exactly where I was just a couple of years ago and then I took this class. I've taken this class multiple times and I cannot tell you how invaluable it's been. It's been genuinely one of the best acting classes I've taken, let alone performance capture classes and I cannot recommend it highly enough. I'm now working regularly within performance capture and voiceover and having the best time ever. So if you want to join Victoria and a host of industry professionals, including the amazing Jamie Bafus, the casting director for God of War, who was actually on an earlier episode of this season, then you can do it's two hours a week for six weeks. And there's even auditor spots this time round as well. If you don't want to participate, but you still want to get some of that amazing information. So go ahead and head to the link in the description for this episode and you will find all the information you need. There's only eight spots available, so get in there quickly, and I'll see you in the volume. Oh, hello, Internet. This is Troy Baker, and I'm here with your lovely, very, very British host, Victoria Atkin. And this is the Performance Capture Podcast. So essentially, motion capture performers, like all the other performers, are here to tell stories. (laughs) And then they're like... You mean there, there are actors in video games? I thought it was animation. I kind of created my position. Like, nobody said, oh, you know, here you go to school to become a performance capture producer. I pretty much created my own career. Jump in both feet, because this is the future of entertainment. This is where it's going to be. You know, the dots can tell if you're lying. Hi, my name is Victoria Atkin, and you're listening to the Performance Capture Podcast with myself and the lovely Jasper Cartwright. Uh, Today, I'm going to be handing over the reins to Jasper to ask the questions for the first time. So this is going to be fun and um, (sighs) jumping in. No pressure, no pressure. I'm handing handing you the baby. Um, So, But we've got a uh, fantastic guest today, and I'm really excited to hear about his journey in performance capture. And um, I'm going to hand over to Jasper. Great. Uh, so yeah, without any further ado, very excited to welcome uh, a guest who uh, I uh, got to meet a couple of uh, months ago because we found out we work on a game together, even though uh, you know we've never met or anything like that. But we're, I think, going to be in quite a few scenes together, our two characters. Uh, so uh, Arky, uh, Reese, please tell us uh, what, uh, you, where you're from and uh, where you grew up. <clears throat> um, I'm from London and I grew up in London. That's pretty easy. <laughs> love best it. answer uh, yet. Absolutely love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> From London, I grew up in London. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish I could I could say something you know more exotic or cleverer or something, but no, that's that's <laughs> that's how it absolutely is. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, so yeah, tell us. Uh, well, actually, we've got a great question that we like to ask all of our guests, which is basically, uh, how would you best describe performance capture? Is there uh, what is the best way that you would describe? What is it for you? Um, I don't really know how to want, um, okay, right. So just thinking off the top of my head, it's probably the ultimate in imaginative acting, I think, uh, 
as as you know really well that there's nothing there there's just like an empty room there's just a bunch of kind of cardboard lying around um for you to kind of sit on and (laughs) and sounds like um, skid row yeah (laughs) (laughs) the color palette's not that dissimilar which is which is honestly like worrying everyone's in jumpsuits it's pretty gray like (laughs) yeah yeah people there just ready to get you know lobotomized um (laughs) on this on the wings no there's 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 very very little to it it's it's probably the closest to black box theater that that you can get i think Mm. um Mm. you're you're in funny suits and dots all over your face um and these kind of like you know these helmets that everyone knows about now that you got that's it's everywhere everyone can see them so it's really just imaginative. You just immerse yourself in your imagination and then they go, okay, here's, here are the boundaries and you have to, you just have to see everything. It's mm. okay. I've got, I've got it. Just take your five-year-old self to the mocap volume. That mm. is the best way I can describe yes. yeah, the experience that. there. That's yeah. great. That's really great. I, uh, our next question is all about how you, discover performance capture and i don't know how much of this story you can say on the podcast or anything you might be able to say it all or, or not all but i remember when we got a chance to meet you told this incredible story about not really knowing what you were going in for i don't know if you can uh relay a little bit of that experience because it was quite a fantastical uh, thing to listen to and i'd love the i'd love for the listeners and, and victoria who hasn't heard it before to hear a bit of it yeah <laughs> well um I can't remember exactly what I said, but that first day was, it was an incredible, uh, well, first of all, when I was, when I casted for it, I didn't really know what I was casting for. They said it was a video game. Mm. I'd never had a video game casting before, let alone actually been on a video game project. And, um, and, and they said, oh, it's for motion capture. And I, I guess I was just embarrassed. So I just kind of pretended I knew what that was. And I had no idea what it <laughs> <Yeah>. was. So <laughs> and also as well, I... just to clarify is like, when you get a video game casting through, it's like project X. Do you know what I mean? It's like project blank. Like they, that's like all the information that you get given on the project. And it's like, yeah. which is yeah. honestly no project. It's like, can be like project stapler. And that's all you know. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? That's, that's it. And then it'll like, be project stapler until you finish it though. That's the Yeah, thing. exactly. Like, yeah, until exactly. you that's finish you the know. whole game. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had exactly. exactly had that. With Assassin's Creed, I didn't even know it was. And then even when they told me, it's like, it's for Assassin's Creed. I was like, what's that? Oh, was right. that? Okay, cool. Yeah, great. <laughs> like Googling on the way out, like, that's good. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, so, so you, you never really know. So you don't know the kind of vibe it is. You don't really know how to attack it in terms of your performance or anything. So I just read it and it was like this long old monologue. And I thought, okay, let me just, I'm because I don't know what this is, I'm just going to treat it exactly the same as like a TV and film gig. So I went in there and I just, that's what I did. So when they gave it, so when they offered me the part, the the director said, you know, you treated, you didn't ham it up because it was for motion capture. You actually, it felt like you were doing a performance for TV and, and film. Um, and little did you know, that was, just default because I didn't really realize what I was going for anyway. So, um, so yeah, the first day I, I get there and, um, if I'm being completely honest, because I didn't know anything about, I was really ignorant when it came to kind of how video games were being, were being filmed and executed. Uh, I, I just thought it was going to be in someone's garage, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So when I turned up and I saw all these incredible, 
incredible performers, like these uh, A-listers all around me. I was like, what the hell is going on here? I don't know. What's it? That must be for a different project. Maybe they're doing something in the same studio, but on a different lot. But they were all doing this this video game. And um, I thought, oh, my God, I've really got to... I've, I've got to look at this completely differently to how I've been looking at it up until now. So getting onto the volume and it was, it was just a crash course in, um, they just kind of like threw me into it because no one asks, is this your, I mean, maybe I should have said, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, but, um, <laughs> so you you have to learn really, really quickly. Mm, but yeah. I tell you, I, I can't remember if this is the thing that I told you though, Jasper, is that, um, we broke for lunch and, uh, and then the, the ADs went, look, go back to the trailer, have some lunch, and then we'll come and get you when, you know, when we're ready to shoot again. So I go back to the trailer and then um, I'm st- I've still got my mocap stuff on and I'm walking around the studio lot. This is an Ealing Studios and I'm walking around and I can't find lunch anywhere, you know, like the craft services. So I'm looking around, looking around, texting as well and f- replying to emails and all that. And I finally find these craft services that uh, there's a there's a queue and I'm I'm there. I'm queuing. I don't really look around, but there's a lot of it's a weird vibe. It's pretty cold. Um, no one's really saying anything to me. They're looking at me very, very strangely as well. <laughs> and I thought um, and I thought, oh, OK, it's one of these jobs where maybe it's not so friendly. Just keep yourself to yourself, Arky, and just, you know, get through the job and do whatever. And then one of the guys even came up to me and he goes, oh, look at you in your space suit. And I went, well, well, yeah, it's a it's a sci fi gig. Um, and so I ate lunch there, um, amongst all of them. Anyway, go back to the trailer. I get called on the set again. And as I get called on the set, there's this laughter that's like, you know, around the, the mocap, um, studio, the mocap volume. And the director goes, oh, I just heard what you did today. I went, I didn't do anything. I went to the trailer. I had lunch and I came back. He went, no, you had lunch on the Downton Abbey set. <laughs> with did i tell you this no you didn't <laughs> no. tell me this but that's incredible oh, no no so and i was and he goes and you had lunch with them and i and and again everyone's like chortling with laughter and i and i was like no no no, that couldn't have been me because i had lunch around the craft services he goes we don't have craft services the, our lunch was in this studio and you just wandered off over there and we got a call from their production saying there's a guy in a spacesuit eating our fish <laughs> so uh that was my first day first day with motion capture and on that uh, and and on that um well that's a good uh, yeah, topic we've never game. discussed about lunch and performance capture stage because <laughs> yeah, it is always incredible. brought to the volume and it's you know whether it's from outside or whatever but it's always brought into the volume so you don't have to go anywhere and our key has learned that that i don't think <laughs> i've ever lesson. had you know to go anywhere particular like you do for a TV and film. That's funny. That's no, so but, funny. But there's always something ultimately. I mean, whether it's mocap or like normal in in uh, TV or film stuff, there's always something that ha- that seems to happen. That I, I've I've got like yeah, I've got too many stories. I mean, it would fill up it would fill up like five hours worth of. Um... We have another question about that coming up. Anyway, yes, like a, we certainly a do. Okay, moment, but okay. I, I don't know if you could. Top I was that just one. Gonna, that was pretty good. I was just. I, I, I think really... I think I, I can yeah. I can give it a good go. I think. 
<laughs> I was just going to ask really quickly if uh, if you're allowed to tell uh, say any of the names of the people that were in that room uh, that you walked into thinking that this I was going to be filmed in someone's garage. I think this game is on IMDb garage. anyway, right? That it's it's, got, yeah, that it's one's on IMDb. Yeah, that's what, that one's uh, Squadron 42. Yeah. And it's yeah. by the Star it's under the umbrella of Star Citizen. <laughs> and it's I mean um it's been going on for quite a while and uh, it keeps getting delayed and delayed for 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 various reasons. But in that room, I mean about 80% of my scenes were with Mark Hamill. So I think ha- yeah. Hamill was in the uh in the studio. <laughs> I know I can't remember if it was it wasn't my first day that this is it's a shameful name dropping because no no I, no, I, I, I asked no this we want on you to this we is the correct, a great this story is... I love okay. I just love the to. idea that you walked in thinking this was going to be filmed in someone's garage and then boom Mark Hamill like eighty <laughs> scenes with Mark Hamill you know what yeah, I mean like, I know. that's incredible <laughs> well, I, well well I, well actually the, the AD was taking me into the into the makeup to get all the dots on my face and uh, we stopped very dramatically outside the 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 the, the dressing room. Um, the, the makeup dressing room, and he said, "Look, I'm just letting you know that Mark Hamill's in there." I went, "Okay," and he said, "And it's just <laughs> going to be you two. So, are you okay with that?" I was like, "I'm okay with that." <laughs> yeah. I went, "Why? Why, why wouldn't I be okay with that?" He said, "Oh, because you know, sometimes if I don't tell someone and they see him, they they really, really freak out." And I thought, "Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess so." But no, I'm going to be okay. But he, so he lets me in, and there's no one else in there. I think the make his makeup artist must have gone out and got something. So it was just me and him, and I. This walk is that imaginarium, right? As well. Yes, yes, yes. It's exactly. very small that dressing room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I've been there. It's not big so, at all. <laughs> no, it isn't. So it's pretty. It's pretty intimate. Yeah. Yeah. And and then so so Hamill turns, and he goes, uh, uh, "Do you know anything about contact lenses?" I'm oh like, my God. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm wearing, I'm wearing them. And he goes, he goes, I, he basically, I can't get my contact lenses in. And can you help me? So about six <laughs> seconds after, after I meet him, is, I've yeah. got my finger in his eye. And then, and then, and then the AD comes back in with the makeup artist and they it like just basically just. A chorus of "No, no! Yeah, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah. What are you doing?" Yeah, assaulting yeah, Mark Hamill, like, ins- insuring. So, what are you doing? You can't do. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, "Oh, don't worry about it." And I was, I was like, "I'm just. He, he needs help with his contact." I mean, this this entire first day was. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't. I don't but, blame you for being a little frazzled and going to sit next to some people and your some hand sort of, shaking. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, some yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of rocking, a lot of rocking in the corner. But yeah, I think that first day, because I know you were asking who else was there. I don't, I don't, I can't remember if this, okay, this is shameful for me. I can't remember if Gary Oldman was there, but there are a lot of people who seem to be laughing. Um, (laughs) Yeah, 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 I know. But then I had, like for the next, for the next two weeks, I had random people on that shoot drivers caterers and who just be coming up to me going are you the guy that walked onto downton abbey and ate the food there so and i just had these random people walking up to me over so it was um but it, it was an incredibly fun shoot um yeah the but, team over there are really great as well i really like the imaginarium team i love imaginarium they're really yeah cool. th- yeah they're amazing they're amazing have you worked on any other um volumes since then which would where have you been working because there's not well, that many in the UK. 
Yeah, you're right. There aren't many. So the the vast majority of stuff has been with the Imaginarium. Yeah. And um, but then like Jasper and I have been recently doing this other this other gig at uh, Molinaire. Yeah. Um, and um, I mean they're they're awesome there. I really like it's. I I don't know if if anyone's listening and going oh you know everyone's just being a real lovey but it's really true like they're just yeah, they're is. both those both those studios are really lovely and mm-hmm. uh, they just make you feel really welcome and and yeah very it's a very great warm. industry to be in and I think it's it is down to a lot of people you know and just welcoming mm-hmm. and everybody learning at the same time and there's no there is no real hierarchy as you can like with Mark Hamill there you know yeah he's Mark Hamill but he's still wearing a you know lycra suit with balls on it like everybody else and um yeah. we can't it's do any of this without the crew <laughs> right? without the yeah. technology you mm. know so it's good. well what about you two like what's been your like has anything happened where you've just just been like you just wanted the ground to open up and swallow <laughs> you whole i'm sure there has i'm sure there has <laughs> i don't know i'm trying to think if there's anything uh... or maybe just on on a set that you've done I don't know. Maybe you left the mic on when you went to go <laughs> for a number two. That that has yeah that happened. I did a I did a nineteen month tour uh, of uh, Warhorse in the UK, and uh, oh my God. you get way too comfortable when you're working on like the same show like day in day out for like that long. I think we did something like five hundred shows by the end of it. Um, and yeah, I can think of like multiple instances of people leaving mics on. Uh, just like I like I'd go down to like the stage and. I remember, oh, this this is awful, actually. Uh, I It was, like, not long after, like, Hamilton had kind of made its way over to the UK. And I was, I had my headphones in and I was going on as the lead that night. So I always got there, like, an hour early to do, like, an extra big warm-up and everything. So I was, like, I needed to make sure that I was ready to go. And I remember uh, I was on stage. There was no one else in the theatre. I'd even look backstage. There was no one else there. And I was on stage and I had my headphones in and I just started doing like, I started singing along to my shot, like super loudly, just on stage, just kind of pretending I was in Hamilton. Uh, (laughs) And it was amazing up until uh, clearly people had been filtering in and the mics from the theater were on and pumping out backstage. So (laughs) everyone was calling me Alexander Hamilton for like the rest, like the next two weeks. And I was like, oh, this is absolutely horrendous. Because basically they'd been sat there in their dressing room, just listening to me with no backing track or anything Uh, with my headphones in. So probably super off key, just rapping to Hamilton. So yeah, that was, that's amazing. That was pretty bad. If anyone had the, if if anyone was just mindful enough just to kind of like turn, like record it and just have that as their ringtone. No, 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 absolutely not. (laughs) No, 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 we're not putting that out. Please send that to us. (laughs) We will pay for it. No, 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 (laughs) absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, well, uh, unless you have, unless you can think of, is there anything that springs to mind, Victoria, or we can. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, the other question that we usually have is like, what advice would you give to actors wanting to yeah. get into performance capture? You know, is there, you, you talked about bringing your five-year-old self to the volume, which I think is a really uh, mm. amazing piece of advice. I always talk about how, you know, imagination is the key to this work. And this is why some actors we found really saw and others uh, have relied so heavily on props, costumes, set that they feel so naked that it almost paralyzes them and they're not quite sure how to, even very, very good established actors, how to behave and perform and 
work their craft without these things. Um, so, yeah, I guess what what would your advice be? You're again, like you say, you're working in numerous different amazing projects, and you, you know, you've been on this this project with some very big A list and an established um, game that, as you say, keeps keeps going. What what is your advice? Um, well, first of all, I like how you cleverly sidestepped the embarrassing what happened to yeah. you on set. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was what question. I was reaching for. Yeah. <laughs> that was what I was reaching for. And Victoria was like, oh, okay, straight on to the next which, question. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Which, I don't want to commit, don't commit this to podcast history. <laughs> okay, I will I will admit I have farted with the microphone on before. And there just, we go. Um, <laughs> there we go. That's it's all we wanted, after, Victoria. That's all it's we wanted, always yeah. after lunch, and it's always because I got so excited about the lunch that I didn't contain myself and eat less (laughs) than I should have. And then I'm trying to keep my little tummy down in the uh mm. in the lycra suit trying and... to warm up after lunch is a is a minefield like legitimately a minefield if you ever <laughs> do a tom yeah. keegan warm-up he makes you do everything from stretching to touch your toes to jumping up and down to running around so after lunch <laughs> yeah not, with that. not great and not, and not he fun. makes you wear the whole pack and everything you don't take it off so it's <laughs> it's a military but after lunch extravaganza yeah for... yeah you, i think you learn pretty quickly not to have any like Hummus. Any lunch? Yeah, <laughs> beans. Beans are off the menu completely. Yeah. <laughs> that's an oh after God, work no. snack. <laughs> and going to the bathroom. I I don't know if that's come through, but I'm pretty sure I've not I've not taken the microphone off a couple of times. I, that must, the amount of performance capture that I've done, I'm sure I haven't said I'm going for a ten one. Like turn my microphone off. Yeah. And then I just come just, back I to people like. Sort of, it usually just happens, and then I go, ah, oh, sorry to like whoever technicians just sat there like. Oh, yeah. please, please mute your mics. <laughs> Although that might be weird because then if they don't know that's aimed at them, then they think that you're just apologizing to someone in the toilet. <laughs> just apologizing <laughs> to the toilet, yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, Absolutely so anyway, back, yes. That's some yes, good I advice admit. right there is make sure you warn people that you're going to the toilet if you have a mic on. That's a good bit of advice. But yeah. I'm sure yeah, that's probably before you get to the beneficial. volume, literally yeah. do the do the tactical we at home that's a one page uh like mocap book (laughs) that's it it's just it's just one page yeah don't eat lunch don't eat to the bathroom yeah (laughs) liquid lunches water water. i guess that's that's a big actor that's a big actor tip but if there's anything before we ask you what your socials are and how people can stay Mm. in contact and follow your journey like if there's any advice for actors that want to get into motion capture um um, I, I think it's kind of like, no, I mean, no matter what area of acting you want to get into, I think it's just knowing the arena that you're going into. Um, bless you. Thank you. Um, I mean, I mean, fundamentally every, uh, yeah, at the, at the heart of it, it's, it's acting and, uh, whether you're on stage or screen or you know mocap it's 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 all acting but th- there is something i kind of disagree with when a lot of people say it doesn't really matter uh what you like in what arena you're in it's it's all acting i kind of disagree with it just a little bit because the rhythm is different the muscles are different so mm-hmm. for, okay so for example i think the best way any i think the best way i can describe it is it's like wanting to be a runner and but are you a marathon runner or are you a hundred meter runner? 
mm-hmm. and they're both running and they yep. both kind of yep. look the same, but they're totally, totally different forms, um, different muscles, it's different training, but they're both based on running. And it's that's kind of like how I see acting a little bit. It depends on kind of like what arena you want. So the best advice I would give to people who want to get into mocap is um, what what really are the top skills that you need on top of the regular acting skills? And I think what, the thing that we were talking about before is just imagination um, and uh, coming in. Oh, and I, I, I mean, you need this anyway, but really total commitment. Just com- yeah. you need to commit to it mm-hmm. because if there's any part of you, even like 1% of you that thinks, oh, I'm looking at this is a little bit silly and, and I'm not really feeling it. And I've got this helmet on with a, with a cage in front of me and lights and everything. And I'm supposed to be doing a kissing scene with someone. And this is so ridiculous. And I mean, if there's 1% of you that thinks that, then it, it really does show. Um, I also think that a lot of people still think that motion capture, performance capture is just mainly like big gestures, big movements, but I, I, it's, it's really like all the emotional, um, However emotionally driven your your TV performances are, I would I would really insert that into motion capture as well. Um, well look at Avatar as well, if you think about that now. Mm, and I, and yeah. I think one of my peers posted about how, like, Avatar, uh, the actors in Avatar aren't, you know, they are on the same recognition and level as any other actor. And it's performance capture. And mm. um, I think sometimes with video games that, that seems to be lost. But yeah. the technology is is so incredible. The performances need to be fully committed. They need to be of you know a filmic standard because you're in close up and a wide all of the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like TV and film. It's like you said, all that commitment is there, but you've got more tools you know that you can use as an actor, and that you kind of you, and you have to use all of them simultaneously. You can't let any of them. You know, it's not like if you're in a in a close up. You know. Uh, you can just sort of let your body go dead. You know what I mean? Like on TV and film yeah. or something. Not that yeah. you would do that anyway, but like you have to be really conscious of like everything. The whole thing is in is in in shot all at the same time, um, and and is being tracked. And I think you're right. That one percent will tell because you know your hands will be doing something weird, or you'll be tapping your feet, or you'll be. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like like you said, if the, if you're not all one hundred percent connected, then weird stuff starts happening, and it will get picked up in the by, by the volume. Like it, they they see. It sees everything. Yeah, yeah, and and there are going to be scenes that you're going to be doing that that um, really require a lot of you um, ignoring a lot of stuff. I mean, as as everyone knows, I think it's pretty much common knowledge now that you can't have anything shiny on the volume. So if you're if you're eating, it's cardboard, whatever pieces, and if you're opening a door, it's um it's wooden and cardboard and you know poly- so. There's a lot of stuff that you that's going to be placed in front of you that you just have to. It, it's it really is the imagination thing again. If you're good at living in your imagination and taking mm. direction and connecting with another human being, at, you know, at the same time, then I think I think you're on a you're on a good way there. Um, but it's the 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 whole bring your five year old self thing is. I mean, it's. I, I guess it's a nice soundbite, but I, I think actually think that there's a lot more to it than that. Because if you get any kid, I mean, most kids, and you just say, "Okay, right, you're in a forest right now," then 
they have this direct access to all, not only the imagination, but immersing themselves and living in that. Mm, and I mm. think that as as we as we get older, and you know, you know, there are certain things that we go through that we're a bit more reluctant to really have that straight slide into our imagination. So, but can you describe that forest? Can you can you get really intricate and detailed about it? Can you see like different? If there's a light shining down from the, this is going to sound so wanky. If I'm sounding wanky, then please <laughs> no, no, this stop is me. Great. You're this talking is great. my language. This is, yeah, I mean, exactly. this really this is, is exactly. This is why I love it. You can you can completely forget everything, and I think there's some actors, for, myself included, is that that's what I want to do. I want to forget my world. I want to escape in my job, and I want to um, bring a world alive mm. that I've not experienced before. And I think that, that what you said about commitment is really important because if you don't commit to it, if you don't, if you're not fully living in these imaginary circumstances, it, it, it flatlines, it dies. And it's like, it's like mm. when a child asks you to play with them and you say no, or you say, Oh yeah, but I'm, I'm, you know, mommy's not going to get down on the floor. Or I'm not going to, you know, mm. it's just, it's not a fun game. It's not mm. fun. And I mm. think that that's where, you know, with scene partners, it's, it's a lot of like what they talk to you about in improv, whereas just saying yes, saying yes, there's a tree there and, and are we going to go underneath the tree and look, there's a burrow, let's all crawl under that. You know, it's that you've got to, yes, 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 I'm there, yeah. I'm there. And how does my body move like and and then that and I think there's a lot of surrender in it too. I think it's turning mm. off those voices that you said if you're questioning, do I look silly? You can't be in that and be in the environment. You just yeah. can't. It doesn't work like well, that's that. What the, that's what the five-year-old has, right? The five-year-old mm. doesn't have those voices yet that, you know, says, oh, you look stupid right now or, you know, uh, that, you know, that's, that's, that wouldn't work like that or that couldn't work like that. Um, and that's what video Turning games... Turning off the social things... conditioning, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, just really quickly as well, this really reminds me of one of the best lessons I ever got at drama school. We did this, I, I'm pretty sure it's called The Fundamental Journey uh, and it was all a part of the neutral mask... Um, uh, exercise which is basically where you wear these kind of neutral masks and the idea is you can't use your face for anything it's all kind of like in your body and in your imaginative space to create something and you basically travel through different kind of like almost like biomes on this like journey and the idea is, is that you have to signal every single stage of the journey just by living in your body and you're not allowed to do like you're saying Arky, it's not all big kind of movements and th it's all about like the tiniest just you truthfully being in that situation you know if there's a if there's a light breeze it's like feeling that light breeze and just seeing how that affects your body in like a really kind of just in a really natural way and i remember we used to repeat it and repeat it and it took us like a whole term to kind of build up to our presentation and a lot of us would sit there and go like why are we spending so long doing this like you know i can imagine a tree that's fine but then you got to the presentations at the end and you saw these people walking through a desert or across a through a jungle or up the side of a mountain and you were just like you could feel you know the temperature changed in the room the like you know you could feel the, the breeze on the back of your neck you could hear the sounds of birds chirping and it was just like what this is incredible but not only are they in such a rich imaginative space themselves, but they're there so fully and so committed that they're taking us into that imaginary space. And like that for me is like, 
that's the 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 experience of doing motion capture it's like it's like bringing everyone into that emotion uh, that imaginary space imaginary space with you and having it come to life in that way and it just it really reminded me of that can i just how how long did that you said that you had to do that for a while how long did you have Mm. to do that for i think that was like uh 10 weeks something like that uh we basically worked on the same journey so like we had about six i think different like biomes or areas to travel through and it took us like 10 weeks to kind of build up our familiarity with our area like you know this biome and get to know it and spend a lot of time in there and stuff and then eventually we did sort of the because that was it was over the course of a whole term so and the terms were like 10 weeks long so and and that moment where that you just described where everyone kind of got to this um space mm. uh when when was that in the, in the in the 10 weeks do you think all the way through Oh, I like, think like uh, sorry. How how far through in in the ten weeks? Was oh, do it? I do you feel like people started to arrive? Like yeah, and, yeah. And, and oh, f- probably like week ten. Honestly, like it was. I think it, it was. Well, it, I think a lot of people. It was at different times. Like you know, some people really kind of naturally clicked, and it it felt you know uh, natural for them. I think other people. Uh, it, it it took a minute for for them to kind of lower all those you know guards mm. and, and things and blocks that were in the way um so i think it was a little bit varied but i think like everyone got there kind of in the end because th- it like it it was something that just needed to be lived in you know what i mean to and and like to you really need to get the experience of creating a space that thoroughly you know and i think that for motion capture creating a character like you know if it's a long st- like standing character um like one that i've literally just wrapped on like i really felt like i knew that character like almost like the same in the same way in the sense that i feel like i could have dropped that character into any scenario and i kind of had a feeling of like how they'd react or how they'd you know uh you know how they'd be um and i think that's a really important element to uh motion capture performance capture this is great yeah i think i think I'm, i'm really interested in that because i find that the more and more most of my prep is kind of getting me out the way and i like i kind of i kind of like talking about that. i mean i don't really talk about this um actually i don't think i've talked about this with, with many people but um i'm also interested in hearing what you both think about that in terms of what that means for you and also um Oh, is, I can do it... another episode on this because yeah. I, I, I wrote my I wrote my undergraduate dissertation and my master's dissertation, which again is not something that I talk about much, but on the habit of the actor and how acting methodologies don't talk about the what comes before actor training and the habits that have installed into the human before they start training and that they have to be removed before you can be you know, have a clean slate and it doesn't really get discussed. Um, I don't think in enough detail that we look at our social conditioning where we've been brought up and how that's influenced us and how we are and perform as ourselves in this world before we can start painting the canvas of somebody else. So I could mm. talk about this all day. But we should <laughs> we should wrap this yeah. episode. We should definitely, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. should definitely yeah. uh, get to wrapping up. But uh, Aki, this has been uh, a, a really wonderful chat, and um, I absolutely loved everything that you've 
that you've spoken about there. And I think, you know, there's definitely a cause for us to have you back on the show and we can really dig into some of this stuff because I'm fascinated to hear uh, oh my more God, about I would like to do another well, episode Victoria. about this. Sounds amazing. Um, and no, we know no, that no. Arky's got some pretty big things on the horizon, which we'd love to talk about on the show. So maybe, you know, we maybe, are bringing maybe, you back. We, <laughs> yeah, we've got to bring Arky back. Okay, cool. We've decided it. <laughs> well, okay, Just the well, beginning. The- <laughs> well, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd love to. I've, I've had like a really great time today, and it's been, um, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's been really great connecting with you both. Uh, thanks for asking me on. I'll definitely come back. There are a couple of things that it's just like I've been saying before, torturous that I can't talk about right now. And one of the things actually is with you, Jasper. That yeah, we, that I know. I'm that, also that... in the same place. I'm like, I really. So yeah. we're definitely about doing this. it then. It's like my first, <laughs> like my first big proper video game, and I can't say a thing about it. I'm like, ah, oh, come on. You will. It's, you. It's, it's so frustrating so i'm i'm hoping like you know that not long we won't, yes. we won't have to wait that long before hopefully. we connect again hopefully yeah. that would be great. great um well until then uh please tell people where they can find you on the uh, on the internet social media stuff like that uh where they can keep up to date with all the things that you're doing um i think the main one is is insta i don't think i'd do anything else so yeah just instagram and it's just you know arky reese uh it's the smug face on there that you'll find um it is deliciously and... smug i do enjoy your uh it's good it's good uh i thought well what's the smuggest face i can put out there and i go yeah i think that one i think, I think that i'm gonna do. choose that one yeah um so yeah i think that's the only thing really great amazing. Yeah. Well, that's amazing thank you so much well, it's for been really us. it's such a pleasure for joining uh that you joined us today and thank you jasper for your help with hosting and uh it's <laughs> it's just such a I, I love doing this this show so thank you very much no you're very welcome thanks for having me and i'll speak to you soon this podcast is sponsored by vicon the academy award-winning developer of motion capture products for the life science entertainment and engineering industries Vicon provides cutting-edge hardware and software with the highest accuracy. Valkyrie is a brand-new hero camera range, which includes a 26MP model and high-speed capture mode at up to 2,000 FPS. When combined with the powerful bespoke new Verifocal lens, Vicon Valkyrie delivers a greater fidelity in human motion capture and unlocks an unmatched capture quality. Valkyrie is designed to work with Vicon's Shogun VFX software, enabling digital artists to visualize realistic characters and scenes while saving time in post-production. Shogun now includes custom-developed virtual production tools to power your next-level project. Find out more at www.vicon.com. Are you looking to work as an actor in video games and performance capture? The Performance Capture Podcast is also brought to you by BookVOPCap, an online educational community set up by the Performance Capture podcast host and founder, Victoria Atkin, which provides educational courses on how to work as a professional actor in the performance capture industry. Visit www.bookvopcap.com to find out more and follow us on social media. Ditch the day job.